You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hey guys, Basa Gordon here. So it is another episode of Rewind with Basa. And yes, I am back at the studio. I know, like I said before, I take a little break, but we all need little breaks. It's important, all right? So this week I have Keith Frazier with me and yo, he literally works with so many athletes out here, whether it's a Seahawk athlete or a a UW athlete. People that are doing things that you are seeing on TV that you actually care about and you're following on social media. He works with them and he gets them their brand deals. And also, I had him on this month's Real Seattle Media Mixer, which lets you know that he's actually important because y'all know I'm mad picky. So look, we're going to jump into our intro. And once we come back, we are bringing in Keith. Hey, Basa, what's up? What's up? How you doing? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, good. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great, especially after that that mixer that you know we had a chance to, had a chance to be on. So super excited about that one. Definitely <laughs> my favorite mixer to date. I mean, I think before date, my favorite mixer was my first one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. why? But this one, favorite to date. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I said, it was it was a vibe from everybody from. The museum, you know, obviously the uh, the hip hop museum with the yep. with the artists. It was a, if you wasn't there, you missed out. Honestly. You missed out on some good honestly. things. What do you think about this one compared to the one in November? Because one November was at Sugar Hill, which was yeah. still great, but it was different. I love Sugar Hill vibe too. The you food know, was, was fire. Yeah, the food was fire. That's that's the difference right there. We didn't have the food. <laughs> we didn't have no food, the but food other than that, I feel like it was a bigger space. You know what I mean? So and like the the ambiance of the the building was just perfect the lighting you know how we looked on the stage and everything i was just a, oh, a vibe was a so that was yeah. such a moment and it, <laughs> it, it it honestly became what i wanted it to be like you ever like see something For when sure. you're just at home and you have to envision what you want and you sure. see it and maybe you get a little teary-eyed i always do but <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is what i wanted to be and you get there and it's like that's what it is and so like i'm definitely very happy that you were able to actually be a part of that moment for me yeah no for sure i appreciate it for you even asking me to get on there you know Heck what i mean yeah. like i took that and was like oh absolutely i ain't turning this down who you know, so. else would have been the branding specialist on a panel like for that. sure for sure absolutely <laughs> like i mean there's other options but there we go I'll take that. I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) It made sense. So look, one of the reasons why I ended up having you on my panel is like I said, you work in a lot of branding. You know, Mm -hmm. you work with different artists, not even artists, but um, athletes, which is different. You know, in radio, I work with different management that works with artists, whether they're on Rock Nation, Columbia, Universal, whatever, whatever. You work with the athletes. Okay. So let's, Bring it back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What made Keith be like, yo, I want to work with athletes and I want to get them popping. I want to get them money. I want to get them brand deals because at that point, you could do it for yourself. For sure. And if you are doing it for yourself for sure. now, that's fine. Yep. But you're doing it for yourself and other people. So yeah, how absolutely. did you get to that point? Um, Just to take it all the way back, I think um, when I started working with the Washington Wizards, that's like my first time getting into the game. Mm-hmm. Like that was my first opportunity to work in sports. I always knew I wanted to work in sports. Um, soon as I got that opportunity, COVID happened. You know, and you know, as you know, COVID took away a lot of opportunities from a lot of different people. And um, they told me I could get my job back, but I was like, man, this too, this too much <laughs> for me. I was like, I need to figure this out. Uh, one thing I did know is that I'm 
I'm very connected with a lot of different athletes from the DC, Maryland area. That's where I'm from. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, I was super connected there. And I was like, I noticed how a lot of athletes have agencies, but they don't do marketing at mm-hmm. all. A lot of agencies say they do marketing. But they don't. But they don't really do. You'll be surprised at how many athletes don't have a logo, not doing no type of commercials, not doing no brand partnerships. And as big as the influencer comedy now, if you're not doing it as an athlete, you really just wasting time. You're just being an athlete when you should be thinking being more than an athlete, which LeBron James say, more than an athlete. You gotta start thinking about that. So we do more than dribble. Exactly. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So um, I reached out to Daryl Taylor, the Seattle Seahawks. He was my first client ever. I DM'd him and was like, look. I was like, uh, you should try this uh, smoothie shop in Seattle. It's called Emerald City Smoothie. Mm-hmm. And he went to go try. He hit me back. I wouldn't even know he was going to hit me back, but he did. He was like. So he checked it out. He checked it like- out and was like, you know what I mean? He went, to, he went to go get some and he was like, you know what? I like it. And he was like, bro, how? he was like, um, he was like, what's up? Like, what, what else do you do? Yeah. And from there, I was already pitching Emerald City Smoothie. Like, hey, I got this guy. He played. He just got drafted to Seattle. Uh, how can we get him a brand partnership deal where he create his own smoothie, put on your menu, uh, put on the menu? Because one thing I didn't know is that Seattle people love the Seahawks. So I was like, you know, this is an opportunity. They love the Seahawks. One, look, <laughs> we love our sports, but yeah. if there's one thing that we we die for, it's yeah. the fucking Seahawks. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> and that and that was my first and that was my first opportunity, my first deal. That was like my first like foot in the door, and I had to figure mm. everything else out. But and this is when you first moved. That's here. when I first moved here. Okay, you know, man, I was like, all right, I was like, I figure this thing out. I'm in a new city, but I think. Being in a new city always put a little bit like grind in you a little bit because you're not from here. You don't know. You, you don't can always go back home. You don't got enough time. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, listen, I'll say if this pop off, I'm good. All I got to get is one athlete. Once I got one, you do good. Obviously, your work got to prove, you know what I mean? Got to show for itself. But once that, once I got in that locker room a little bit, more people started recognizing what I was doing. I just started putting myself in different little positions to talk more and speak more. And uh, from there, you know, you once you build your own seat you can yeah. put it to a table and then people gonna be like hey we need you key <laughs> you know what I mean so that's all I want I want people to call and be like hey we need something done you know we're gonna call you know key. exactly you know I mean? so, who to call for sure so let me ask you this obviously if you're not from Seattle you yeah. were doing these things before you came to Seattle yeah how did you fully get emerged into creating brands for others because you know you're saying athletes they need logos for sure I mean to me when sometimes people say logo, just like, well, what does your logo in company? Is it your name written in nice letters? Yeah. Obviously, what I'm saying is it takes a lot to create a brand. Oh, so sure. how did you even get to wanting to do that with other athletes? Because you didn't just decide to do that when you got to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I always looked at it. Like I said, I just seen guys that I knew and I played with that didn't have none of this type of stuff. And they always say they wanted to do it. Everybody will want to have a commercial with like a Sprite or do something like mm-hmm. that. But you can't you can't jump the gun and go straight to getting a deal with Sprite Doesn't without working on your personal brand. And I was like, you know, we're going to sit down. We're going to do a brand audit. We're going to look at what you have. Everybody has a different look. Everybody has their own story. And what I try to do is figure out everybody's story from like I I simply take everything that you have and just put it all on the table and be like, okay, you know, this is what he have. This is what he looked like. This is body type. This is her body type. Cause I work with women as well. Shout mm-hmm. out to the women athletes because I feel like a lot of women athletes don't get as much love. And so that's I mean, why. You see what they did to Brittany Griner. Exactly. Sis had to cut off her locks before she Ex- came back to, listen, to the States. Like from them not getting paid enough and anything, you know, that's, I feel like it's a whole that's true. That's an opportunity for me to come in and kind of like switch that up. So, yeah. 
But like I said, I just look at people story and I go from there. You know what I mean? So we gotta we gotta build your story, build your name before we get anything done. You know what I mean? Unless you already have that name. Yeah. And I just could push it some more. But that's it. So let me ask you this. Coming to Seattle, working with your first athletes, what would you say was the first thing that you noticed about Seattle that was different than D.C.? Ooh, great question. Uh, The first thing I noticed was there was it is a lot of black people here. There are, right? (laughs) Like a lot of people think it's not. Everybody spread out. I always (laughs) say that. But it's a lot of dope black people here, too. Like they do a lot of great things that um, I feel like everywhere I've been, you know what I mean? You have here in Seattle, you're here for a reason, I feel mm-hmm. like. You know what I mean? And you're doing something, though, whether you work in tech or you got your own company, like you're doing something. You know what I mean? And I don't really, you don't really see that everywhere, you know what I mean, until I got really? here. Yeah, for real, honestly. And I'm not even going to hold you. I, don't, I haven't traveled a lot. So like yeah. I'm now like moving around a little bit yeah. more. And Seattle's really all that I know. And when yeah. Kinsey, she and I were talking about like, man, you got a homegirl that has a theater and you have yeah. someone else that has this. And she was like, I feel like there's so many dope people in Seattle that are sure. doing stuff. I was like, girl, I feel like you got to do something dope in Seattle if you're black. Yeah, for sure. It's expensive. For sure, for sure, 100%. And what... The first thing I, but one of the other things I noticed was that this is an untapped market, I feel like. Period. It's a lot of opportunities here that you can come out here and create, which obviously, I mean, I'm out here and I was like, I, I'm been here for like a year and a half now. And I don't plan on leaving yet because I'm like, it's so many people that I'm meeting, so many people I'm connecting with. I was like, it's things that you could bring here and make this a popping city. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's a beautiful city, especially in the summertime, you know what I mean? Which a lot of people don't get to see. Everybody think it rain a lot, which it don't rain nice. as much as people think. So I'm like, if you get an opportunity to come out here, come in the summertime. But mm-hmm. like I said, I'm just trying to help and talk to other people to think about like, hey, come to Seattle. If, you got a re- if you're a restaurant owner, come to Seattle. It's money out here to be made. So <laughs> get out here. So. Do you feel like um, in Seattle with people being like, oh, there's not a lot of black people, there's not this, that you had to market your athletes any differently than you would in D.C.? Uh, no, not at all. I feel like the athletes, I look at it like this, the athletes is like my my pitch alone, especially if you got a good athlete and um, somebody that got a good brand, a good image. It's easy. That That's like that's half of the work right there. Now it's just me coming up with the ideas on um, how we could work together. And a lot of companies here, you know what I mean? They don't know nobody else that do that here. Like, I honestly, I haven't met nobody else here in Seattle that do what I do. Nobody. Wow. So let me get this straight. <laughs> Pause. Rewind. How y'all doing? <laughs> so what you're saying is you are like potentially the only sports brand manager that yeah. really works and grinds and get these sports people their brands for sure here in seattle yeah absolutely it's nobody and i try looking for other people that do you know I me mean, do this but everybody talks to they be like hey you the first person because everybody here you know they ask hey what do you do what do you do when i start telling them what, what i do they automatically assume i'm in tech which mm-hmm. i'm like no nah, i'm not in tech and i tell them what i, I do and be, everybody second. everybody thought that you know what i mean i mean if you're not from seattle yeah and you're black yeah and you're not somewhat in sports it's or like, what just, are you doing here wh- Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yes. Why are you here? And there's nobody like And this. you don't work at Amazon, nope. Microsoft. Like, so <laughs> So how did this happen? Yeah. There's nobody <laughs> and else And usually here. it's like you might still work at Microsoft or Amazon and then still do that. For sure. Like, that's typically what it is. Like, sure. people's, like, typical baseline is, like, tech. And then yeah. outside of the tech, it's like, oh, I do sports I do management. Or da, 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 da. Yeah. Now, we just been grinding this thing out. Like I said, once I left the Wizards, I was like, this... It's what I'm doing. And then I found other ways. Again, I had to learn from other people. I'm not scared to ask questions. 
I'm reaching out to people that's been in the game longer than me and be like, hey, what should my contract look like? I didn't even know what my contract was supposed to look like when I first started. I just jumped. I jumped out there and was like, I'm look, here. Listen, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to build this seat. Then once you get at that table, I mean, like I said, you you can figure everything else out. You yeah. Know I mean? So everybody got a journey. So that's how I look at it. Like you're going to have to figure some things out on the way. You know. So would you feel like, would you say that you learn most of everything just in trial and error? Oh, absolutely. Rather than like schooling? Oh yeah, trial trial and error. I didn't even, I didn't need school to get into this. You know what I mean? It's really connections. Are you genuine, genuine making genuine relationships? I don't just make relationships. Everybody said they make relationships, but like- So did you go genuine. to college? Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay, but yeah. not for this. Not, no, I went for marketing and I was like, mm. I always wanted to work in sports. And I was like, once I got the opportunity to work in sports, I worked with the NBA teams and I was like, it's cool, but once the COVID thing happened, I was like, nah. Let me figure this I, out. I got to figure something else out because I also seen the trajectory from coming from uh, working in sports. You, it's only, like, you can't get that far in it. You know what I mean? You might get the little, you know, the C, I mean, chief CEO or CMO, mm -hmm. but that's really it. You know what I mean? Marketing director, but I was like, nah, it's something, my purpose That's not what I want to do. Yeah, it's bigger than that. And COVID kind of helped me see that a little bit. Well, that, <laughs> and it's like, even with COVID, the athletes still had games to play. Yeah. You know, they still had seasons to finish just yeah. because we weren't out going to the different games and going to the different like shows or whatever. Like they yeah. still had things to do, yeah. which means that at some point we they still had brands that needed to be sold to to where those brands could still have those commercials. So exactly. people like yourself were still needed. Exactly. And it and honestly, it for it forced a lot of people to sit down too. You know what I mean? So Sure. Like a lot of the athletes had to stop playing. They their seasons got canceled. All the college kids, all the high school kids that had championships games couldn't play. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, um, especially like some of the NBA guys, they couldn't. They had to sit out because of COVID. And I looked at it like if you don't have a brand or you're not working towards something else outside of just your sport, you kind of like lost. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta figure that part out on how I'm gonna make more money off the court, off the field. Because football players after the after the NFL season. After the Seahawks season for some of the Seahawks guys, yeah, what they're not they making they're not making no more money. They they make money off of their brand partnerships. Now, if you don't got mm -hmm. branding, mind you, like I said, a lot of athletes don't have branding. So hopefully they Which save some like, money. <laughs> you know, Marshawn Lynch, what people said is that the, he didn't have to use any of his NFL listen, money. He used all his branding money listen, and good. saved the rest of that money for whenever he actually wants to use it. Exactly. But that means he had someone like yourself exactly. to make sure that he had that branding. Exactly, and your t your team is the most important. A lot of a lot of guys, you know, what I mean, um, a lot of women too, you know, what I mean, don't have that team around them. You know, some people come for the wrong reason. Some come for just trying to get money. But you know, what I mean, you gotta really build your team out so that you have somebody that's um that can work that job for you. You know, what I mean? if you're an athlete, you know, your time is very very limited. You mm -hmm. know, what I mean, you working out, you trying to do good at games. You're not trying to be thinking about hey, my marketing. And then, yeah. like I said, with some of these agencies, they don't do it, even though they say they do. Which, like I said, again, people like myself and others, you know, that's been in the game for a long time, come in and get these athletes to start thinking a little bit different. That's fair. So, okay, while we were at the mixer, because we were yeah. talking about this a little bit earlier, Jonathan Batista pulled up on you. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was not ready. First of all, I didn't know that Jonathan Batista was going to be there. And when he's when he pulled up, <laughs> I like lost my conispas. Like I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was the energy. <laughs> and he, then when he, he came energy. up, he said, so will you like work with me? I was like, yeah. 
He didn't play no games. He was like, look, man, I got a, he said, I got a budget and everything. Asked he for, said, I got money said, I got for you. Money. What's up? He said, I got money and I got, um, he was like, look, let me take your number down. He texted me while we was at the event. You know, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people say, let's don't connect. Wait. And then they, you don't care for him for a week or two. And then it's like, whatever. You know what I mean? But he was like, he was on it and was like, look, I'm serious. This is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to get on. You know, I heard you speak and I'm like, this is what I need. And I was I respect that. You know what I mean? That's like somebody that's trying to get stuff done. You know what I mean? Not waste no time. So mm-hmm. I respect that hundred percent. So have you ever worked with a dancer before? Because I mean dancers are still I don't know if you've seen Jonathan Batista no, in his I, ballet. I, you no, know I checked him But I there was a bit there's like a photo that I like I took at um uh, McCall Hall and like you can yeah. see like where he was like, I don't know what the stretch is, but it's like where the legs yeah. go this yeah, no, way. That, yeah, and I was sure. like So have you worked with like a ballet dancer or like yeah. any dancers before? Yeah, no. So what make, what makes my job fun is like people, a lot of people think I just could work in sports. I'm like, nah, I could work. I could work with music artists. I could yeah. work with other sports as well. You know what I mean? Um, dancers, whatever. Everybody has a spe- specific brand. So really my title, I got like three different names. I got from sports marketing agent, brand manager, brand consultant. You know what I mean? So I feel like me working with a dancer, I can still look at his brand and I seen it. You know what I mean? He got good, he got some good uh, content. He got a lot of followers. You know what I mean? So it's like, which counts. And uh, he has a story too. You know what I mean? He's different in his own way. So it's like, that's an opportunity for me to tap into something that I never already tapped into yet. Cause like I said, I'm still growing as a person too. You know what I mean? My brand, my personal brand. So I don't want to just be known as Hey, key work with the athletes. Nah, yeah. key work with everybody. Period. You know what I mean? So, yeah, working with a dancer, I feel like that's going to be a, a cool task to, uh, you know, work on. What would you say are, like, the top three things that Key looks for when, like, bringing on a new client? Ooh. Um, oh, that's a great, that's a great question right there. Uh, because I know people are going to, I mean, obviously. Yeah, people come up. Jonathan pulled up on you. Yeah. He was like, <coughs> yeah. I need I need you in my life. So yeah, what yeah, are the yeah, things yeah. that you look for? Um, A lot of things I look at is uh just the image. You know what I mean? The mm. image. I feel like that's, that's super important. I feel people don't think about that. You know, your image is everything. How you look in certain rooms, how you dress. Like, you can make some money off of that just on how you look. You know what I mean? Alone. So I look at people's image, how they look on social media. You know, plays a big part. Are they are they making content? Are they, you know, me engaging with their uh, their fans? And then I look at room where I could like anything that they haven't done. How can I really help them out and like mm-hmm. take it to a whole nother level? And um, that's the first three things I look at. You know, me I got to see your image, but the image is the most important thing for me because I'm like, if you on social media and you doing things that you know, me you really not supposed to be doing, or like you saying certain things, like it's you're like, not even trying on your. Yeah, own. it's like you know, me I'm not trying to make my job harder. At first, when I first started out, I used to try to get a lot of clients. At first, like oh, I'm just about to try to get a lot of uh, clients. Again, I was new in the game, trying to figure everything out, and I'm like. I don't need a lot of clients. I just need the right ones. You mm. know what I mean? To make my job easier. I'm trying to make my job easy as possible by working with people that's easy to work with. If I don't like you as a person, I'm not going to work with you. You know what I mean? I got to respect you as a person. I respect each other. We respect each other's time. And uh, like I said, if you willing to work, I'm going to work with you. If you're not willing to work, we can't work together at all because then it's going to be a lot of dead ends and a lot of like miscommunication, which I hate. <laughs> And things not getting done that people said they were going to do. And you're just for like, now sure. I don't sit on this phone for an hour. That's that's the first way. That's the <laughs> first. To be yeah, that's the, that's the best way to be like for me to be like, you know what? Now, nah, I, I don't think we should work with each other. Like I've I done it. I had to do that before where I was like, look, we can't work with each other because 
you know, you ain't serious. Or, mm-hmm. you know, man, I don't like the miscommunication part. You know, if we, we got to communicate. I'm damn near your best friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at this point, so it's like we got to communicate on a lot of different things. You know what I mean? If you're not ready for that part, then, yeah, no, nah, we can't work. So Now, for those that don't know, locally, yeah. who do you currently work with? Oh, yeah. So I had a chance to work with, well, I work with Daryl Taylor, obviously a Seahawks guy, uh, Tariq Willen. Another Seahawks guy that been having a great year. Uh, I had a chance to work with infamous Casey. You know, she's a big flu- influencer here in the Seattle area. Um, Imani Bush, uh, volleyball player at UW. <laughs> you know, she's killing it. Um, and I'm, I just had I just got a partnership with UW actually to work with some of their football t- players and basketball players at the same time. So. And Cam Tyson, Seattle U. He like one of the leading scorers uh-huh. in the country right now. So um, them my current clients right now now you know i have to ask because uh me and my good friend jc over here we're always at aew stuff oh yeah have you been in contact with any wrestlers i got a lot of locals listen listen (laughs) i haven't had a chance to you know i'm still tapping into everything you know but i haven't had a chance to uh, work with any wrestlers at all Mm. like i did boxing you know which was fun um wrestling i felt like that could be fun too because they that's a big brand you know what I mean? And that in the wrestling, you know what I mean? So I would love to though. <laughs> just gotta wait for the, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's gotta it gotta make sense. And the opportunity sense. gotta, you know, once it presents itself, it's like, what are we gonna do? How can we work with each other? But like I said, I feel like I work with anybody, you know. So if somebody wanted to get into branding, what would be like the first thing that you would tell them to look into? Or even um, research. Yeah, I was about to say the first thing you should do, because I had to do it for myself, is do some research of your own. Like mm. You know, I mean, a lot of thing. A lot of people be trying to skip steps, <laughs> and we talked about this earlier too. Like a lot of people be trying to skip steps when you can't. You know, what I mean, you not you can't get the A to Z without going through B, C, yeah. D. You know, what I mean, so like, um, you know, obviously doing your research, but then also finding people that's done that done it. Do the same thing that do like that you're trying to do. Reach out. You can't be scared to talk to anybody. Like one, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't notice, but I used to be very like laid back chill. I still am to a certain extent. I mean, you're like, still, yeah, but you know, what I mean, I had to like, yeah, but I had to like, when you need to, exactly, though. I probably when I need to, but like, um, you know, I used to be very chill. So it's like me doing what I'm doing now. It's like I gotta speak to people every day, you know. So not being scared to reach out, even if the people don't reply, or they be like, nah, I can't help you. You still gotta reach out and find people that do what you do, so that you can get some of their game and then kind of, you know, mix it with yours a little bit. So I love that. Now for people that don't remember, you were on my mixer panel yeah. because of everything we talked about today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say, and not even to put myself on blast, could make a mixer like that do better or that mm. we should continue doing for people to get more information out of? Because I, I definitely ooh. do a different topic every day. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate that too. You do different topics, that which a lot of people don't. They either keep it the same or... You know what I mean? Like it get kind of get played out. It's but a little stale. Feel. Yeah, it gets stale. You know what I mean? So um, I think it would have made it better. Obviously, we would have had some food. Food would have been good. Food yeah. would have been great, but not the museum. <laughs> yeah, not the museum. You know what I mean? But um, other than that, like, it's really hard to really hard to judge that right there. I'm not going to be honest. That was like something that I looked at and was like, wow, it's, it's that time. You know what I mean? We all, we all, all our faces on the screen. Like, it's people there. The art exhibit in the back went crazy. Like I said, if you haven't went, that's crazy. You know what I <laughs> mean? But like, it was a whole entire vibe. You know, I feel like the only thing that can been better there was like getting some food in there. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. Yeah, because <laughs> if the yeah. only thing 
thing that was missing was actual dinner, so we didn't have yeah. to go somewhere else after. For sure. I'll take that. Yeah. That, I will take that. Listen, and that probably would have <laughs> brought more people out, even though it was sold out. Like, it would probably more people, but <laughs> listen, that's it, though. I'll take that. Okay, so, okay. Is there anything that you do currently to keep you up to date in branding? Oh, yeah, for or sure. Or is it just more research? Um, I, It's a lot of research. I feel like it's research every day, but I do a lot of different, like, I'm on Google all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm on Google, TikTok. I'm figuring out new trends. I'm figuring out what's popping right now, what's what's not. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can use that to your advantage when you figure out, okay, this is kind of about to get played out. How can you help this situation? Um, So I, I just kind of like try to stay up to date on like ad week. You know what I mean? I'm on there heavy. Ad week? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Ad week. Yeah, it tell you all the, everything about advertising, what's going on, you know what I mean, Uh, in today's time. You know what I mean? And I kind of get some ideas from that. I have to do some quick Google. I find new, co- listen, I find new companies. I find new companies from that. So it's like, because I'm always looking for companies to work with. So it's like, on there, they got new, uh, they, they highlight the a new, co- yeah, they got all the tea, the real tea. When it comes to business and advertising, all the companies on there. It's stuff on Amazon, on Microsoft. Microsoft got new products all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, I look at all that. Just to stay up to date and figure out like, okay, Ooh, if I was to work with them, how can we work? Or like, what idea, what campaign idea can I put together, present to them, and be like, "Hey, we should do this." Would I want to do it? Yes or no? Some some say yes. Some say yeah. we don't have the budget right now. Or some say, uh, "No, nah, we we not focusing on athletes right now." So interesting. Yeah. Who would have known? All right. Well, That's the shoot. Real tea. <laughs> And, 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 and he definitely was like, y'all want y'all want the sauce tonight. The sauce. They want they wanted everything. <laughs> oh well, y'all gotta pay for something. <laughs> Shoot. We gonna right. see what we can get you. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna do six rounds with Mesa where I get all in your business. Yeah. Um, number one. Yeah. How did you figure out what worked best for you on TikTok? Ooh. Cause you stay on my FUP page. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what's crazy? On TikTok, I had to I had to figure out I it did a lot of like just looking and again research so on like what a lot sound, of research. A lot of research on like, okay, what sounds are people using? You know what I mean? What type of content do you do use apps people? for that? No. You I just, just get like- I get on TikTok and I scroll and I, if I keep hearing it, I'm like, oh, this is a popular and sound. And I say it. Like, you're I like, say, okay, th- I've heard this like five yeah. times in an hour. So obviously this I, sound is I doing it. I save it. Okay. You know what I mean? I save it. And then I'm like, all right, I'll use it later. You know what I mean? For something else. And then like, um, I also try to figure out my audience. I feel like my audience on TikTok is like 94% women. Oh, absolutely. Like five, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, that shit on purpose. it's like, I, listen, I didn't. Have you you know what's crazy? TikTok? You know what's crazy? I did not. Listen, I did not try to do that until one. Look, I'm not even gonna put him on the spot, but somebody I know that we all know that's in Seattle was like, "Look, kid, you need to make a video like this because it was a trend." Mm-hmm. I posted it and it went viral a little bit, and then I was like, "All right, that's where a lot of women just came and was like following me, right?" So mm-hmm. I was like, "I got 94 percent." That was women. like, we got black men out here. Yeah, Hold on, exactly 94 percent women, and I was like, I was like, all right, I still gotta cater to that a little bit. So it's like if I say little videos about like. um you know what I'm looking for, or yeah. like they they eat that up. But if I talk about branding all the time, they don't want to. They don't want to hear boring. that. Some people listen. It, I posted a video. It was some real stuff about how, and we can get onto that later. It's, it's a long topic, but um, 
I posted a video and they was like, listen, I ain't even hear nothing you said. Let me go back and watch the video. I said, you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? But it's like, I got to cater to that a little so bit to keep TikTok. them, just keep them, you know, to keep them going a little bit, you know what I mean? And then mix in like, okay, what I do for work and stuff because they still yeah. want to see it. But like I said, 94% women, I can't do nothing about it. It's not even, it's not like I was like, hey, I need 50% men and 50% women. Like, nah, that just happened. It just is what it is. Yeah. You can't so control what was the post? Um, you said what was the post? What was the post? Uh, the po the post the po the first post was just like a, what's my name? Where I'm from? Where I currently live at? And it was on a trending. It was on a trending. I sound. saw that one. And that was the one that went crazy. They was like Seattle. What you in Seattle? What is? But what I'm saying, Seattle? like the thing with Seattle is, you know, uh, people just I don't know, like. Maybe it's because when you search Seattle on Instagram and on TikTok, the first thing you see are like blonde haired white women. People oh, like sure. don't assume that we have black people here. Sure. Not even just black women, black yeah. people. Like the yeah, assumption sure. is that we are just nowhere to be seen. And then yeah. someone like yourself shows up, you have a deep voice, you look good, you're talking about branding, you're talking yeah. about what you want. Girls are like, oh, wait a minute. They're like, hold on, it is something in Seattle. Girl, hold on. Let's take a left here. <laughs> right. I wasn't going to move there, but maybe. Right. And it's just a thing that people don't really see here a lot. And you mm -hmm. know, Mark, he's been here a couple of times. And you met Mark Handsome. Yeah. The last couple of times that he's been here, he's been like on the go. Right. So the first time that he actually seen a lot of black people together in one spot, you know, talking and mixing and mingling and not being weird or no, like Seattle Freeze was at the mixer. Yeah. So it makes sense sure. that <laughs> you go viral and all the black women are like, follow. Listen, the, the dumbest <laughs> stuff go viral, though. That's the crazy part. It's like some stuff I be wanting. I'm like, all right, this going to be a good video. Yeah. That thing do not do nothing. You know, they do all right, but they don't do like how the videos where you no, like, period. I ain't put no nothing. I just put it out there and it, that thing just went, got 260K views on it or, or likes or whatever. I'm like, sheesh. But I think that's the difference between TikTok and Instagram. Like Instagram... Instagram does well with something that's curated. For sure. Something that you planned. Something sure. where you're like, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to stand there. I need the lighting like this. I need the audio like that. Yeah, for sure. I need this angle. But TikTok, you'll have a video with a million views and you could be a black chick in your bed with your bonnet. For real. Like, and, people and like the natural. The natural, it's real like, natural. It's like, girl, I felt like that yesterday when I woke up too. What's up? When you're authentic, <laughs> I feel like that's the stuff that that really do real good. Like a lot of people, I feel like on TikTok express yourself more. Yeah. You know, more on TikTok than And it's IG. like you feel free over you there. You feel free for sure. And when you do, you know what I mean? When you do express yourself, like it's a lot of women on there that talk about heartbreak and all these different topics. And that, that do crazy. Crying. You know what I mean? Be crying on there. You know what I mean? Some dudes too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like a work form. It's like an outlet form. And then like, so you reach a whole nother audience that you didn't even know you had like in this world. You know what I mean? So. Did you ever feel like when you first started posting on on TikTok that it was a whole new world. Like for me, when I first started posting on TikTok, I, I didn't mind posting things on there that I would never post on Facebook yeah. and I would never post on Instagram because yeah. I knew that the audience there, sure. they didn't know who Besa was. Sure. You don't know who I am. Some of y'all sure. are in Africa. Some of you are in Canada. You're yeah. like, y'all are all over the place. So you don't yeah. know who I am. Like I can just be me and my introverted weird self that nobody gets to see but put it on Instagram. And they're going to follow you. Or TikTok in this case. Yeah, and they're going to follow No, I was the same way. Honestly, I was like, I don't know what I'm about to do with TikTok. I just made it because I know it was a new, you know, a new app. A lot of people saying it's, 
it can blow up, you know what I mean, which I see it now. I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody need it. You know, if you got a company or you are an expiring influencer or whatever, like, you got to be on TikTok a little bit because once you, and I'll say this, like, once you get on live, you got to have, like, a 1,000, no, 2,000 followers to go live on That's what I heard. TikTok, right? So you can't go live on TikTok without having that first. But once you go live on TikTok, it's way better than Instagram live because now your audience is Deep. Give, give give the That's tea, tea. on tea. TikTok live because Listen, I and I think people don't realize first of all that <laughs> okay those, those little hearts and, and stars Listen, and little you get, get you get money for all of that and people don't realize the difference between TikTok live and even Instagram yeah. live and even before I, like I tossed this to you like with yeah. TikTok live. If you're live and you have a video that's trending, that video is moving Listen, through the algorithm. You got this little red ring around your right shelf now. and it says live and people are like, well, what's that? And then if you keep scrolling, you'll, you might see one more of their videos. No, for sure. Maybe two more. And then eventually you're like, you know what? What's this live about? Yeah. And now this live has an additional view. You might have an additional follower because you can't follow when someone's live. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like you, you know, have, you can't follow once you're live. No, like like oh, it'll, you got leave. Oh, it's you just got a leave. circle. See, I never knew that. So you have when you click it, it takes you right to live. Mm. So that's like the well, what's happening here? Moments of me we just like trying to figure out what's going on, and how like one time I was live, I gained like three thousand followers. No, for sure. I was like, well, what happened? For sure. no, <laughs> so for sure. I started noticing that aspect of the videos that are trending that TikTok already knows does well. Those go through the algorithm while you're live. Wow. That's my little trick right there, though. Like you just said it. Look, I would get on if I post a video. So I would I'm get on live. No, you're not tripping at all. No, honestly, I, I get on there. It's way better than Instagram Live because IG Instagram Live you know, sucks, and it, you can play music over yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's another thing. I definitely play music. They cut me one day. Yeah. I was in here in the studio recording, doing my Jeez. thing, and all of a sudden it was like meow. Yeah, IG Live. Like I said, that's really accustomed to like your followers too. You know what I mean? So you can't really reach outside of that. You know what I mean? So with TikTok, you reaching. Everybody, it's people in India, it's people UK, you know what I mean? Just there, they watching you live, they like how you talk, or they like what you're talking about. And then, like I said, you post a new video, they're gonna go straight to that video and then start scrolling down your page mm -hmm. and looking and being like, hey, I actually like this person, let me, uh, you know what I mean, like this stuff and follow them. And, and then they could go to your IG and follow your IG as well, which a lot of people do. So, and IG it works is hand so hand. second to TikTok. Oh, for sure. Like when you're on there, it's like, I have to really like you for sure to want to go on your Instagram. Exactly, you know, what like I mean? so, you know what I really rock with what you're doing. I don't. I'm not always on here a lot, but let me follow you on IG. Man, I wasn't doing no one on one conversations. Like I wasn't doing like you know how people do like consulting calls with one, like with one on one. I wasn't doing none of that until I posted a video about thinking about doing a, a workshop for like sports marketing. Mm. People started hitting me up and was like, "Hey, can we do a one on one call? I pay you this." I said, what am I doing? I said, <laughs> I know you listen, I made a link. It was like, wait a minute. I made a link tree so fast. I said, hey, hold on. I need to get this together. You know what I mean? So I was like, nah, but seriously though, like I said, TikTok really kind of, you know, obviously IG, you know, played his hand, but TikTok really kind of like took it a whole, to a whole nother level. So like I said, if you're not on that, you, you sleeping. <laughs> Would you say that people need to at least get a certain amount of videos on their TikTok? For sure. You know, these get some. Because people like TikTok to me is a little different with than Instagram. Like with Instagram, you might have like five or six photos and someone will go to your page and they'll get it because yeah. they know you just posting your stories. Yeah. But on TikTok, I feel like I see a page. I like it. I go to the page. I want to scroll. Oh, for sure. I want to see what else you have. People want to see what you're talking about, too. Like I said, everybody, some people be just be posting whatever. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, but if you got some people that's actually 
like got a niche, you know what I mean, that's on there talking about certain topics and stuff, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Let me let me follow this. You know what I mean? It's it's definitely been pages I looked at and was like, well, there was a fashion page, somebody getting dressed, and I'm like, hey, they put some fits together that I like. I'm about to follow this jump. You know what I <laughs> mean? So yeah, I'm a follow. Uh, or if they just talking about some real stuff, you know what I mean? Some people like I said, you got a niche for it. Everything on there, you know what I mean. If you're going through a heartbreak, there's a whole side of TikTok for you, which I begin tired. I'm like, there's why is this popping side, up with my stuff? But first of all, your content makes sense for you to be over there. <laughs> Listen, I'll be trying to show up on there. I'm like, hold on, what's going on? Your hashtags probably align probably. with the heartbreak of life, and you know, giving people some hope. <laughs> probably, man. I don't know. I'll be trying to stay off it sometimes. I'll be like, man, too much. Your algorithm <laughs> pops you over there. I can see that. Bloop. Um. So, six friend is what they said. Okay. Number one, what is a restaurant in Seattle that you wish that we had, but it's only in D.C.? Listen, I got a list. <laughs> Hold on, a restaurant. In, so, like, a restaurant. Oh, I got a good one. A restaurant in D.C. that I wish it was in Seattle. Yes. So it's just psh, man. Listen, I got a whole list, but one thing I do wish we had is this place called Park at 14th, right? In D.C. And if you know about Park at 14th, you know on a Sunday. I don't, I, I don't think Seattle people are ready for something like that, right? Where you can go to church, go to brunch, go to a day party and a nightclub all in one day. Shut up! I'm so serious. And all my D.C. people know. I don't think, and that would turn that would turn Seattle up. And I've been trying to talk to different restaurant owners and be like, look, we you kind of need to come out here, find something. I can help with trying to find a spot. I know people that know people that know people. And I'm like, if you bring something like that out here, a lot of people are going to be like, hey, nah, we we need this. Because I feel like what Seattle need is something that's not Seattle. I feel like a lot of people try to make like certain restaurants Seattle. That's cool. You know what I mean? But you still need a little taste of like the East Coast or like Houston. You know what I mean? Like Atlanta. You, you need them type of vibes out here. Because like I said, there's some black successful people out here that want to go do other things. A lot of people be in the house. So if you... But if Park F14 was here in Seattle, I'm saying that it would be turned up because it's not like it's like it's not like it's a, a ratchet vibe. Either. It's a, it's classy. You know, what I mean, you got it. It's a little dress code a little bit. But again, you going from brunch, you got brunch vibes, you got your day party and then you got your night all in one. You know, and I feel like Seattle is finally at a place where it's ready for that. You know what I mean? For we sure. have more people like yourself here. Sure. We have Anthony Jr. We have Anthony Kerr. Hell, we have Basoya. Yeah. You know, we have Nairam. Like, we have a lot of people that do great events, For even sure. like myself, and where I just bring everybody into like one yeah. smush yeah. sandwich where like I, I got local and non local. But yeah. you have these non local people that are here now doing these events, bringing out people like yourself that yeah. are like, yo, where are the black people at? Sure. I, I want to do nice things. You know, I, yeah. I want to turn up. I might want hookah. I might right. not want hookah. Hookah, right. you know. I, I, I just might want some chicken and waffles where I have on my Louis stews. Like you exactly. know, I mean? like I want my options. Exactly, you know what I mean. And like I can say it's. I feel like it's time for another city to step up. You know, like mm. everybody know the cities that you go to to go. You want to go get lit? Oh, we're gonna go to Houston. We're gonna go to Atlanta. We're gonna go to DC. Maybe we're gonna go to LA. You know what I mean? But it's like Charlotte's starting to get up there a little bit. You know what I mean? But it's like where else? You know what I mean? Who's next? You know, what city? And it's like, it just takes for people to kind of like put something together. And again, like Seattle, nobody nobody really thinks about Seattle. Seattle's like one of them like spots. Because everybody, every time I meet somebody, they be like, you live in Seattle? What's out there? Like, they don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know if you come out here, they they see it. It's beautiful out here. You know what I mean? Cute. So if you see it, they can be like, oh, it's a vibe. You know what I mean? And then 
that's an opportunity for some business owner, restaurant owners to really step in and be like, hey, look, this is an untapped, again, untapped market Period. for you to make something and make it blow up out here. And then now you got all the tech people here. You got all the other people here that, you know what I mean? I feel like the restaurant like that would do great. You know what I mean? So. so would you say that since you've moved here, by the way, is number two. Yeah. Uh, you have a different thought of Seattle. For sure. I definitely, because when I first... When I, because I visited Seattle like a while ago when uh, Mark Hill Fultz, he played, he was played at University of Washington, number one draft pick here from the DMV area, you know what I mean? And uh, I watched him play out here. That was like my first time ever in Seattle. I want to say that was like 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Like, so I came and visit first time and I was like, it was summertime too. And I was like, oh, it's beautiful out here. And then I was like, I'll be back out here. You know what I mean? Probably be back out here. And then, um, when I finally decided to move, you know, because of the opportunity, you know, I started to look at it a little bit different. It was just like a, a peace of mind to me, you know what I mean? Especially coming from like the DC area, the DMV. I'm like, everybody need to get away from home at least once, you know what I mean? At least once. At least once. You can always go back home. I feel like home kind of keep people stagnant a little bit, you know what I mean? You could, you could get real comfortable and not do nothing. Certain opportunities need you to leave home, you know what I mean? So, um, when I got to Seattle, I was like, again, I seen it was an untapped market, but I also see how many people was here that do dope stuff. And a lot of people, like a lot of people talk about that free stuff, but I met a lot of cool people that's like, this dope. You know what I mean? That's, that's nice. You know what I mean? That's nice. That's like, hey, bro, you do this. Oh, I know I know this. Or I know this person. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. That's like, are we going to connect? Like yourself. You know what I mean? You connect me with a, tons of people where you was just like, hey, Key does this. You know what I mean? Me, him, and boom. You know what I mean? And then now I'm in the door with them. You know what I mean? So it's like, Meeting people like that, you can't you can't get that everywhere. You got certain mm. cities that'd be like, nah, you know what I mean? Doors I'm not, locked. Doors locked. Like for example, <laughs> yeah, no, for for sure. People be locking doors, you know, but you gotta like you gotta step out sometimes and go somewhere that you never thought you would be at. And you might you never know, this might be your home forever, or even if it's a one time stop, you meeting some people that you can be connected to forever. So no, absolutely. And for yeah. me, like, that's why I want to travel more. Like, I'm born and raised in Seattle. My mom's born and raised yeah. here. My dad's the one that's from Louisiana. So me, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely want to experience more things. So I'm always curious about how people see Seattle versus other places. Yeah. So what is one thing you can do in Seattle that you can't do in D.C.? <laughs> uh, one thing that you can do in Seattle that you can't do in D.C., you can Hiking out here, listen, I never hiked before. <laughs> I never hiked it before in my life. And I and like I said, I went to school in Kansas and everything. You know what I mean? So it's like I never hiked ever until I got out here. Never even thought about it. Never even thought about it. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, matter of fact, I lied. I thought about it a little bit, but I was like, in DC, it's like where you go. The you, option was the options were limited. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, when I came out here, um, I was like, I need to get with the Seattle people, see what they do. A lot of people mentioned hiking, you know, being outside. This is definitely an outside It's place, an outside you know I mean? area, so, man. Like, you need the fresh air. And frankly, to have sure. a good view, you got to pay a lot of money around here. Yeah, for sure. I definitely look into someone else's apartment. <laughs> for, listen. <laughs> about, I have about 20 apartments listen, directly in front of me. Listen. And I thought about moving, but I was like, you know what? Listen. No. <laughs> exactly. I'm the same way, though. I'm the same way. Listen, I'm like. I'd rather have a bigger space than a, a just a, just a view. Like that's I'm cool off of Me that. Me and my walk-in closet are okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, nah, uh, we ain't doing that. A full bathroom and a washer dryer. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but I say I say the hiking though. You know what I mean? Like that's something that you know what I mean is super different. It's definitely peaceful. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a lot. Of, like I said again, it's very beautiful out here. You know, especially when it's not raining. You know what I mean? So it's like 
that's something that a lot of people would never would even witness. Like when it's hot here, it feels good. It does. It feels good. Like the it's, it's amazing. Nice. You know what I mean? B- DC humid. Now I will say sometimes <laughs> we could use a little more shade. Oh, for sure, for sure. But when you do get it though, it's like a perfect mix though. It's not like it's not like it's uh oh it's too hot. I can't be outside. Except for that one time. Now hold on. It one was spot. one time when I first when I got here. It was like a heat wave, and I think you know Seattle was apartments. Was that last summer? Yes. Oh, Yo, Seattle I apartments don't my, have no air conditioning. I put my, I they put my freaking <laughs> fan in my freezer. It was so hot. Man, I seen people walking up the stairs with ice bags. I'm like, what are they doing with that? And then we I got my no AC. I went to my little thermostat, tried to turn on the air with no air. I said, nah. Luckily, I got my little room. <laughs> I got like a ceiling fan in my room. <laughs> I turned that thing on. It was like, all right, we could be all right, but let me get a fan because this is crazy. This is not. Yeah, no. This, that, that's the thing about Seattle with, you know, it's one of those cities <laughs> where a lot of people used to buy cars that didn't have AC because we didn't need it. Yeah, no, nah, that's dead. And now it's like, no, we need that. Like, so even in my apartment, like for this summer coming up, I have to figure out a way to like buy one of those portable yeah. air conditioners because I'm going to be here for like another year. Put that in the window in the living room. Put one yeah. in my room. I'm not playing with y'all. <laughs> we're going to just have to have two. But otherwise, a lot of our places, even ones that were built like six years ago, they don't have AC. Yeah. They say they don't get to have it. Like I said, it's been moments where I was it, just it like, nah, I need, to. I like, I like when my place have like a little breeze to it. You know what I mean? You can always get warm. <laughs> you, you can always get warm. Crank you know what I mean? So, exactly. You know what I mean? So, but nah, that's one thing that people, if you plan on moving to Seattle, just know you might have to buy an air conditioner. Might, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a thing. Uh, what is one misconception of working with athletes? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, even though this is true in a certain extent, a lot of people think you go to everything for free. Mm. You know, it's still things you gotta pay for. Even though it is a lot of you know opportunities and a lot of you know places you can be for free, which you get a lot of different things. You know what I mean? Because they know people that know people. Some of these guys got partnerships with airlines. You know what I mean? So you kind of get a little, you get some of that. So move around um, a little bit. But yeah, I, I think I think that. Uh, a lot of people and a lot of people think it's easy too I, I don't know why what do they think is so easy about it like a lot of people think oh I'm just talking to I'm just talking to you know I me mean, all these different companies and the company's saying yes because they professional because athletes. it's the athlete that, no you know what I mean nah like if the athlete don't have a name or the athlete don't have no type of brand you're not getting nothing you know what I mean done but a lot of people think it's just that you know what I mean when them emails, you know, them emails, them pitch decks, them calls and them going to somebody establishment and like knocking on the door, trying to get a conversation with some of these people. That's that's tough. A lot of people will fold, like, honestly, because it's like you're going to hear a lot of no's. I heard so many no's, but it's like you you getting you get closer to your yes, too, as well. But a lot of people think it's just sweet. <laughs> like, oh, OK. Oh, he he just talking. To, he just talking to companies about athletes. Oh, he they making money. Nah, sometimes we're. I had to go without for a little minute and was like, let me figure this thing out. Yeah. Or do I need to get another job real quick? Like, no. But then again, you fit, like it's you build your momentum up sometimes, too. But um, again, I think a lot of people just think it's super easy because I work with professional athletes, which that don't mean anything. Now, this is a, an additional question. But mm-hmm. do you have advice to people that are trying to work through a no or just don't know how to work through those no's? I mean, obviously, um, some no's are no. But if you have the option of like kind of. Moving around it. I think I think for people like that, you got to build some tough skin, though, honestly. That's just life, though, in yeah. general. You know what I mean? You, I feel like you're going to hear, and you probably heard no's before. 
you know, I think a lot of people don't know how to take take a no, but you gotta take that no and kind of like learn from it. Ask so why they say no. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to do. If I heard a no, they'd be like, I'm not ready. Sometimes, even sometimes, it's either they just not ready to work, or in, which means that's not really a no. Because I'm always trying to switch to no. Even if you tell me no, I'm gonna come back probably like a couple months or a couple weeks later mm-hmm. and be like, let's well, try how about again. we do? You know, what I mean, let's try this again. You know what I mean, but um, like I said, really figuring out what was that reason I'm saying no, and then like again, just know that next yes going to be there you know what I mean don't give up because like as soon as you done emailing or calling or pitching or whatever and you be like hey everybody said nah that yes like right around the corner somewhere you know what I mean it happened to me and I've seen that happen it feel good it didn't feel good and you like oh I'm good now I got some motion now I'm about to get it back together but you know I think a lot of people hear them knows like even if you get them first five back to back back to back you still got to be like alright something else going to shake you know what I mean because Again, it's a lot of it's a lot of people out here. It's a lot of companies out here. It's more. It's a lot of opportunities out here. You just gotta keep going. That's it. So, one misconception, in your opinion, of Black Seattle, mm. <laughs> that everybody work in tech. <laughs> 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 that everybody work in tech. That's everybody. Listen, I, I went Meanwhile, so many. I done went to every <laughs> so many spots. People would automatically so. Oh, you must work. It's two things. You either work in tech or you in the military. Mm, everybody asks me that, and yes. they see they see a fade and be like, "Hey, you in the military? You in the military? Nah, <laughs> that's not what I'm doing." They be like, "Oh, what's that?" Then I gotta explain what I do. So it's yeah. like, but a lot of them think tech though, and I'm like, you'd be surprised. I met a lot of dope people that's not in tech here. You know what I mean? That's just. They out here, they got they got a company or they just, you know, they doing something else. Even if they involve tech a little bit, because this is a tech world now. You know sure. what I mean? But um a lot of people just think, oh, you work with Microsoft or you Amazon. Like, nah. <laughs> That's not the case. I've been applied. places and rooms where I'm not where I feel like I was the only person that don't didn't. <laughs> yeah. That don't work in tech. And then I meet some other people that be like, yeah, I'm not in tech either. And I'm like, okay, it's not just me. <laughs> There's definitely a few day party crowds that will have you feeling like that out here. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm sure you know, you exactly know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm like, damn, I'm the only You're person. Like, damn. I'm the oddball. <laughs> I'm it the works only creative. My, I, it works in my favor though because not everybody, when it, you got to think about it, if you're talking to people or dating people, whatever, and everybody accent, you know, or do you work in tech? That's the tech world, a small world too. <laughs> but they be some of the most supportive ones, though. Facts. Like Facts. one, they'll buy your stuff. For they'll sure. come to your events. Like they might be like, "Yo, I, I just work in tech. I'm trying to mind my business, but I want to be around black people. For I want to sure. support whatever you're doing." And sure. a lot of them just aren't from here, so like they be so supportive. But yes, yeah, we are sometimes the anomaly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last question: one misconception of Key Frazier. Mm. That's a great question to end it right there. Hold Amy, on. Amy, I have my moments. Oh, I got to think about that one. Hold on. Hold on. One <laughs> misconception about me. Hold on. Uh, I think a lot of people be thinking that um, I'm like standoffish sometimes. I'm like, I don't even get that type of vibe. I heard that some people was like, I don't know, kid. If you look, I feel like if you look like a certain type of way, or you carry yourself way, like uh, in a good way, some people be like, "Oh, he probably wouldn't talk. He probably wouldn't talk to me when I talk to anybody." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I'm very like cool with a lot of different people. From Larry, I, you can put me in a room with you could be orange, green, <laughs> light skin, dark skin. You can put me wherever, and I feel like I talk to What's people. Happened? Some people be scared to talk because they just feel like I'm gonna be like, "Oh, no, nah, I'm better than you" or something. I'm like, "That's not mm-hmm. that's not even me." And I heard that before. Like, you know, you ask people like, "What was your first like impression of me?" And they be like, "I used to think that you'd be like real standoffish or like don't mess with me type of ass." I'm like, "I don't give that up." <laughs> 
I'm like, I don't get boozy. <laughs> no, you really don't. I yeah. mean, well, I don't know what. That's the thing. About, cert- that's mean, the thing about mean. me being me. It's like I be trying to be like I never got that from you. Or, but then yeah. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes people can be like, well, people are nicer to you because it's you. But I'm like, that's just not the vibe that I automatically got from yeah. this person. I don't yeah, know. I feel like I can vibe with everybody. You know what I mean? But some, I think, again, I think people just think that um, I could be like, I don't know, standoffish or something. But I'm also very chill and observant, too. So when I go to certain spots, I'm not like going to go just speak to everybody. I'm kind of like peeping the scene and seeing what's going on. And then, you know what I mean? I mean, we talk to people. But. I don't know. That's what I. That's what I heard. Would you consider yourself like an introvert extrovert then? Because that's yeah. what I am. People yeah. be like, "Oh, basically, you're extroverted." I'm really not. Yeah, I, no, I truly sure. like to sit in the corner, and mind my business, and mind my business, people, right? And watch but I, I'm not able to do that these days. Yeah. So I seem more extroverted than I really. I'm am. like right in the middle between both because, like I said, doing what I do for work, I gotta be. You know, I gotta talk. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I don't talk, I don't make no money. I don't connect with nobody. So it's like. I got to put, I got to put myself out there in the morning, which this last year I was like, you know, I've been doing a lot of personal branding with myself and speaking more, talking more, trying to get on different things, platforms to talk because I'm like, people actually want to hear what you say. People actually want to see what you do. When at first, when I first got in, I was like, I just like being behind the scenes. I don't want nobody to know, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I want to be that guy that people know like, oh, the athlete just did this, but they don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, screw that. Because no, more opportunities come when you put yourself out there. Period. Because then you know people so? like Jonathan, Jonathan Batista. Exactly. Hey, can I work with you? Exactly. Like that's you a moment that we didn't even have to go to him. And that probably would never happen. He moved his way through the crowd. I said, look, and came, here's my phone, everything. Like put your information. I'm texting you right after this. Like what's up? Like budget or everything. And like, had you have just stayed in the crowd, he prob- I mean, not that he wouldn't have known that you were there. Like, I mean, if you would have introduced yourself, he would have found yeah. you. But in that moment, he was able to get your own thoughts, your own expertise. And yeah. He yeah, for was sure. like, uh, I can trust him with, yeah, my, for sure. with my brand. For sure. And like I said, people could see that. You know what I mean? When you're being authentic, when you're being real, when it's mm-hmm. genuine. You know what I mean? Like, if you really know what you're talking about. Because there'd be people that don't know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? But like, um, putting myself out there was like the biggest thing that I had to do for me. Because I'm like, if I want to grow some more, I got to. Because I can't be stagnant, comfortable. Like, oh, I, I done got close a few deals. Now I'm good. Nah. It's a it's an ongoing thing every day, you know what I mean? So nonstop. Um, like I said, putting yourself out there definitely get you in rooms that you probably never thought you would be in, you know what I mean? And if you don't, because like again, everybody got their own story, everybody got their own back like background, and it's it's a gift, you know what I mean? So you got to use that to the best best to your advantage, you know. So facts. So don't be quiet. And like I said, even when I told people at the mixer, I was like, you got to post your stuff, like post. If you got something to say or if it's something that you've been thinking about you like, it's been on my mind lately. I just want to talk on this. Talk on it. Because again, you don't know who see it, who watching it. Sure and then don't. somebody going to DM you and be like, hey, would you want to come speak at this? Or would you want to come talk about this? Or how can we work together? Like, you can't be quiet. Like, and you're going to have 10 views and you don't know who those 10 are? Yeah, no, for sure. One could be Oprah. For, come on now. Accidental, but she might have still no, been sure. there. For sure. Just by you speaking up and saying something about something. You know what I mean? And they got an opportunity right there. Now it's up to you to take advantage of the opportunity and that, you know what I mean? But again, if you got something to talk about or you, if you're doing something dope and you know you're dope, you know what I mean? Post, say what you need to say. And uh, I'm pretty sure something going to come from that. Like, even if you just reach one person, two people, like still, something going to come from it and the people going to be like, yeah, let's, uh, we like this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as you're being you though, don't try to pretend to be nobody else. Don't copy nobody else. Be you. And then like I said, you're going to see opportunities come for sure. No, absolutely. And people can tell that these days because all you have to do is scroll. 
All they got to do is scroll. <laughs> They'll find a tweet or something that doesn't align. Yeah. Um. Real quick, I want to thank you so much for coming down to iHeart and chilling with me and talking with me Absolutely. and giving me all your business. I mean, I try not to ask too much of your tea and all, your, all the sauces, but <laughs> I did get some of it. I got a few dribbles. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate it. <laughs> with that being said, let everybody, you can even look into that camera right there. Let them know, hey, follow me here. You get more information from me there, whatever. Absolutely. You can follow me uh, at key.frager on IG and TikTok. Um, definitely follow me because I'm almost close to 10k on TikTok so I'm I trying know, to reach that you know what I mean that's a, that's a little milestone I was trying to hit because I was like you know once I get there I could do something with it I ain't gonna say what I could do with it but I'm just gonna you know it's some opportunities I just needed that real quick that's part of the sauce y'all don't that's get part of the sauce. can't get out of my way yet but yeah follow me on IG and TikTok awesome well shoot you guys look I hope that you had actually learned some good things from this interview with Key it's not very often that I interview someone that works with works with actually works within marketing let alone branding and here we are so we definitely got some good tea for you guys so look until next time um i want you guys to know that the mixer panel video is going to come out very very soon so that way you guys can get more information that key ended up giving out but until next time you already know what i'm gonna say have an amazing rest of your day and of course keep that energy high Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.